Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we have some active imaginations on the Colleen and Bradley show, do we not? Of course we do. Yes, we do. And so uh, when we're unable to fill in the blanks with uh, the news that we're given, we like to imagine. Yes. Imagine what actually happened. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, we recently got the news that they will be eliminating the swimsuit competition from the Miss America pageant. Mm. Hmm. And we thought there probably are some interesting reactions to this. True. Let's imagine it okay. with some Colleen and Bradley theater. It. it is time for another edition of Colleen and Bradley theater. The party of society president will be played by Bradley trainer and meeting participants will be played by Colleen and Holly. Okay, I would like to welcome this uh, meeting to order. Again, it's the Society for the Undermining of Male Exploitative Nonsense, otherwise known as S-T-F-U-Men. Yes, thank you for having us today. Thanks, ladies, for being here for the undermining of male exploitation. Hold on. Is it weird that the president is a man? Mm, Can we go on, please? We've got a long list of things to do. Okay, I need to give you an update on uh, Miss America here. So, I don't know if you learned this, but we achieved a victory. Uh, Our good friend, um, what's that lady's name? She decided that they're not going to do that swimsuit competition anymore. Yes! Gretchen Carlson! Gretchen Carlson, yes. yes. She's a strong woman. USA! Thank you! They're not going to be doing that Mm. thing anymore uh, with the uh, pageant at the thing. Okay, and so yes, Miss America, yes. bye. 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 But we've got some more business ahead. Okay. Well, that is true. That's mm. true. So, uh, next on the item of agenda here at the Undermining of Male Exploitative Nonsense, STFU Men, we need to decide what else. I have the next suggestion okay. for the group. Okay, mm. what are we doing next? We are eliminating. The exploitive nonsense of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yes, yes. Mm, oh, I like yes. that idea. Okay. As a yeah, because it's so many, like, you know. It's a worthy cause. Thigh, what do they call that thing? Thigh cleavage now. Thigh caps. Much, like skin. Yeah. Thigh don't caps. need to see so Women much. Don't They're being exploited. Need to They're be wearing exploited. all those hip cleavage swimsuits. I, I uh, can I also submit for consideration uh what about the best actress category you know at the Oscars can't we just put men and women all in the same category and oh, give best oh, actor yes. I mean they're oh, all I love that masters idea. of the same yes. craft. That's all, okay so we've got the yes. we're getting rid of the swimsuit issue yes. next oh. and then we're going to get rid of best actress and oh. it's just going to be best oh. Oh. actor. Oh 
So many great ideas. Women. Yes. Oh my gosh, I have the best one. All right, go. I'm what so is it? I'm so excited about this. Add Let's, it to the list. Adding it to the list. Hmm. People's sexiest man alive. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, go away. Go okay. away. Okay, actually, women, women, we're women, not women. doing that. I at didn't all. agree to that. No, no. What? I'm not doing that. What? No, we need that. Male exploitation is fine. As yeah. long as we're exploiting men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this meeting is now adjourned. And that was another edition of Colleen and Bradley Theater. Please join us next Thursday at 1 p.m. or Wednesday, we, excuse me, for another rid installment. Of no people's I sexiest mean, man alive. We should be allowed to exploit yeah. men. I have not and their seen bodies. enough of Ryan Gosling really shirtless. Quickly, thank you. Can I speak about exploiting men's bodies for a moment? I wish you would. And some women's, but specifically, and I know uh, this is not on the list, so will you I indulge know where, me? I know what you're doing. I'm with you. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Does it have anything to do with a stage musical? Oh, it does. Chicago, mm-hmm. which you missed, by the way. I did. You should have been there. Uh, so Chicago is playing at the Orpheum through the end of the week. I think it's only here for like five shows, maybe mm-hmm. like the 10th. Anyway, so Sunday, probably the show last night was amazing. I know a lot of people were across the street seeing Chelsea Handler, but I'm telling you the best way you could have kicked off Pride Month was to go across the street to the Orpheum and see the Broadway touring production of uh, Chicago mm-hmm. because it was on Fuego. And speaking of exploiting men, I have not been so impressed with human bodies like I was last night, both male and female, mostly male, but the women, the men, the way they danced. And, you know, it's a dancer's musical, mm-hmm. I want to say. I'm not a dancer mm-hmm. like you are, mm-hmm. but that is that is a movement piece yes. in a way that a lot of other musicals aren't. And so to watch and they were basically naked. Oh, yeah. And to watch their bodies move was thrilling and can i also i do just want to say this this is my final word on dancers today but i was just talking about this the other day that like i i think that people don't realize how difficult the craft is oh god anybody who's tried to dance should know because but but if you're only watching Mm. part of what a dancer does and does well is they make it look effortless oh for sure i guarantee you there's a whole lot of effort happening and then to not only do the dance effort but then to do the singing effort and the move and the talking Uh and the wearing of things and the throwing things i mean Literally, I was just like, oh, my God, I just want to watch these people all day move around like the most amazing talent. Yeah. So anyway, uh, kudos to the entire cast, because I know they're listening. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Um, But no, to those of you who are actually listening, you should go see the show. And I don't say that about every show, and neither would you. No, that's true. Um, you know, and I always appreciate when we're celebrating talent on the Colleen and Bradley show. And I understand that we are um, going to be celebrating the talent of Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Speaking of movers and shakers, mm-hmm. we need to talk about Dennis Rodman. What? 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 Did you know that he's headed to Singapore? What? Why? Why? Not for an appearance. Um, he's actually going to be uh, there for the summit. Between President Donald Trump and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. No. The worm, as he is affectionately known, will arrive in the country a day before the sit-down between the president and the dictator. And sources say he might even play some sort of role 
in the negotiation. Is this a WWE like It's event? a WTF. Yes. Can I just... <laughs> WTF what? event. Now, you oh. remember that Dennis Rodman kind of got some flack because he struck up a friendship with... Yeah, again, I would just like to tell 10-year-old, 20-year-old you, and by that I mean like you and I from 10 years ago, if we were looking forward Mm -hmm. into the future, and I said, one day, Mm -hmm. that guy from The Apprentice, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. is going to go to to Singapore and meet with Kim Jong-un for a a get-together, and it'll be facilitated by... It's going to be facilitated by Dennis Rodman. Just two weeks after Kim Kardashian sat down with the president and gained a woman's freedom. I mean, what? Your head would explode and you would say I was drunk. Mm. Yeah. Now, and I'm not passing judgment on any of that because, I mean, I am, but I'm just not going to do that on the air. But, you know, like, you don't don't even have to get to the politics part of it to just be like, what? No, I I really do want everybody to actually do this exercise. Sit down with yourself 10 years ago and have this conversation and think about how you might react if you strung all those words together. Do you ever stop and think about these? Never? Never. Well, I kind of could tell. (laughs) She walked right into that one. Mm -hmm. But considering what we've just spoken, even in today in 2018, you sit and you piece the puzzle together and then you just float out of your own body. It's like it's or like when you look up at space and you're overwhelmed by the bigness of it. It's that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I also just wonder. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are doing. It's getting a little too deep. Um, I just wonder what's coming. Oh, well, I don't. I, I can't years, go there. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, is it going to be Kanye West? Yeah, you can't even sitting know. Sitting down with... Zardon, you can't even know. That's the thing, you can't even know. That's what I mean by when I look up at the sky and I see the vastness of space and my brain can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Trying to imagine what we don't even know yet scares President Reese Witherspoon. Yes, President Mountain Dew, (laughs) President Mountain Dew. That's more likely, right? uh, Secretary of State uh, Chester Cheetah. You guys, welcome to America. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have to pull together the Cobra gang. We have a mystery to solve, and it's the mystery of a tweet, a recent tweet by somebody who recently got in trouble for her tweets. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 107. Well, we've got a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It is a Twitter mystery. Yeah. And when queen. we need to solve a mystery, we it. convene the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we'll throw the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Okay, Roseanne's tweeting. I mean, she's been tweeting. That's what no, got her in trouble. That's new. what got this her into this different. mess. And it's very, very uh, vague way. That's French for vague. Roseanne, what? What? Vague way. Vague way. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> okay, uh, here's Roseanne Barr yesterday at 1.10 to the p.m. Quote, I'm making restitution for the pain I've caused. 
And and then what else did she say? That's all she said. That's all she said. That's literally all she said. She posted this cryptic tweet. However, it comes amid, of course, talks that ABC is continuing the show without her. So, hmm. does this give us any illusion, indication, hintage that perhaps she is, uh, you know, going along with whatever ABC is willing to do to get the show rebooted without her? It makes me wonder. I mean, listen, if I'm if yes, I, I, I think the right thing for her to do is to go, as you said, go along with it, but also make it known um, maybe that she would not be profiting at all from it or that she would be using some of her profits in a, in a donation to a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, that you know supports racial diversity or I don't, something like that. I don't think it's fair to ask an artist to not profit from their art, regardless of uh, what dumb thing. And it's not dumb. To, it's that that's sort of an understatement and a throwaway. But if they do something horrible, it's not to say that they should not still profit from their art. But perhaps if she is willing, as you suggest, to donate the profits from her um, ownership or rights to you know, like a, a, a anti-racism organization or yeah. whatever you suggested that, you know, that I think is fair. I think that's fair too. I do wonder, you know, I've sort of, what? I, well, I've been thinking about the fact that she created these characters and there's so much like it or not of her voice in that show. And I don't mean her literal voice. Of course, her literal voice is in the show. I mean, her artistic perspective and her comedic voice are so present in the in the writing for that show and in how the characters deliver their lines all of that there's so much Roseanne in all of that and I was thinking about the notion that she would maybe not be invited to be a part of that and for good reason again I think ABC stands by their decision to let her go after a horrible racist tweet that she popped off in a moment's notice right um, but I was thinking, you know, I, I did sort of wonder if there, if they, if maybe we're not privy to a way that she perhaps would still be involved and maybe she's sort of cryptically alluding to the fact that she would be helping support them in messaging on the show that sort of makes, um, that in her, in her words makes restitution for the pain that she's caused you know i um i don't know enough about what her actual role and responsibility and ownership of this franchise is because as i'm just looking cursorily at the um wikipedia page it was created by matt williams of course it starred roseanne she was also the executive producer along with marcy carcy tom werner this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and I think Tom Warner is still, you know, the acting executive producer, mm-hmm. at least on the revival. So I don't know, you know, I don't know the details. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much of her is actually in it. Right. I think it, she's the most notable. Sure. She's the most forward of, you know, obviously the most recognizable face mm-hmm. of the show. But it depends also on what they want to do. I mean, if they're going to take it in a direction where it's Roseanne without Roseanne, well, I don't know. Is that going to be interesting for very long? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, you know, going to take it in a or try to take the show and in, in a completely different direction. Yeah. In which case, I don't know how much she's entitled going forward to be a part of the remuneration. I am going interesting. I am going over to her Twitter because you can't. No, because she blocked me and called me an F word. Mm-hmm. And not the four letter one. It was a three letter one. with maggot. It's not a good one. Uh, and I wanted to just see if she has tweeted other than that. And she's definitely retweeted a lot. She likes to retweet, which can I also say is just so lazy. I think so, too. I mean, we all do it because, you know, people say things so much better than we can. Mm-hmm. But when you're just like retweet, 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 retweet. Sometimes I feel it's, so like, hard, it's hard to, to say. Say that three times fast. Retweet, 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 Sometimes it's just a person hiding behind somebody else's words to make a point. Mm-hmm. And I think in the case of Roseanne specifically, when it comes to her bizarro uh, political and racist beliefs, you know, I think she was probably cheating a little bit by doing that. But you're absolutely right. The last... The last tweet that she actually wrote was yesterday at 1.10 p.m. I'm making restitution for the pain that I've caused. Um, and, and nothing more than that. I don't know. And the one prior to that? Hmm. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't... Uh, don't try to make too much sense. I think I in this particular De-platforming, case... platforming read about it. In this particular case, as I saw the... Um, the tweet, I thought, well, this is a good sign. Perhaps she's being willing to, you know, not stop a remounting of that show. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, I suppose. We will understand it in time. And that's the best we can <laughs> Thank do. Thank you. Eventually, we time shall Time will tell. Uh, but after the break, we will tell you who Lord and Lady D-Bag are today. Celebrities behaving badly. We will highlight them and call them names on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. behaving badly it is the sandbox we play in every single day on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and this is the segment that we call lord and lady d-bag presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day douche who's your douche who the douche today uh who to douche? Can we just call it who to douche? You call it whatever, Bradley. You sing that song. Who did de douche? Oh, okay. Who did de scoop? Thank you. That who is did de douche? 
Who is the douche? Whoopie do scoop. Who is scoop de doo douche? Okay. I'm giving it it's him. to Kendra Wilkinson. Oh. I know when it's mean because she's having a rough time. She's having a hard time with Hank's basket. She's having a rough time with her soon to be ex husband, Hank Basket. But there are appropriate places to talk about your relationship woes and to ask for assistance. Uh, and then there are sort of inappropriate ways and places to do so, right? Uh, and I would I would argue that if you are needing some assistance and help with relating to your soon-to-be ex, whatever, a good place to go would be to friends and family, to um, perhaps, I mean, I know she probably has an agent, she has representation. Maybe that would be a place to go and reach out for help. Twitter might not be the best place to live tweet an argument that you're having with your soon-to-be ex-husband. On Tuesday, she went on a Twitter streak as she and Hank Basket were in the middle of an argument, starting with... Hold on, I got to do it backwards because this is... Okay. Why is Hank recording me right now? Please tell me him to leave me alone and stop. She shouts out to the Twitterverse, asking her Twitter followers to ask her soon-to-be ex-husband to stop taking video of her in the moment. Uh, he's blaming me for his football career ending. He's blaming me for ch- he's blaming me for cheating on me while pregnant. I'm minding my business, and after I tell him to leave me alone, he disrespects me. I'm trying to get out of my house fast. I'm beyond sad, but recording me is a trigger. And then she said, also, I tried so hard. I did everything by the book and loved and I get bleeped on. I'm so sorry for all of you to feel awkward right now. (laughs) When I was being recorded, I felt threatened. Have a good day. Wow. When you feel like you give the best of yourself 24-7 and someone trying to take the best of you, it's hard to breathe. Love you all. It's also apparently hard to complete a full sentence. Yeah, I just, you know, I I know she's going through a tough time and I know that we all do... Strange things when we are going through a tough time, but tweeting and asking the Twitterverse to get in the middle of an, a private argument you are having in the moment. Yeah, that says a lot about you. Uh, and it's not good. It just was, it was hard. It, it's yeah. She did delete the tweets. So I don't know if somebody talked some sense into her or if she realized that maybe that's not the best way to go about it. I also just, I have to say, like, the, the ch- their children are going to be able to Google all of this oh, at sure. some point. Yeah, well, and they'll be better for it. You're probably right. You know, adversity is the better part of valor. You're right. That's not actually the saying. What is the saying? Anyway, it Flattery works. is the best source of imitation. That's, that'll do. Anywho. I just thought it was kind of debaggy. That's very debaggy. Yeah. No, stay out of, uh, stay off of Twitter, please, until your family is figured out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember, I said, uh, "Hoobity douche, spoopity poop." 
That's my D-bag. Kanye West. Okay. Mm. Why? Well, it relates to a story you brought to us a little earlier this week about Kim Kardashian reacting to song lyrics in Kanye's new music. Yeah. Yay, yay. Yeah. And like um, the one where he said he was going to, he fantasized about killing her. Yep. Well, now um, I want to tell you about Kim Kardashian crying when she heard Kanye West's reaction or when she heard Kanye West's song about her reaction to his remember slavery comments. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so here's uh, here are the, the quotes. And this is what we'll learn of Kim Kardashian. So this is Kanye in Ye um, speaking or rapping. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they say, build your own. I said, houseway. I said, slavery a choice. They say, how yay. Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day. Now I'm on 50 blogs getting 50 calls. Wife calling, screaming, saying we're about to lose it all. I had to calm her down because she couldn't breathe. I told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't leave. This is what they mean for better or for worse. Huh? Okay. So. (laughs) Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Okay. I just, you know. I don't know if I'm being unfair to Kanye West, but like, did you get her permission? Because by all accounts, she was not aware of any of this being included. And I just feel like, you know, I don't know how this is helpful to you or your relationship with uh, Kim Kardashian. Because I will tell you that as I was reading through this story and then I pondered the other story that you brought to our attention Mm -hmm. earlier this week. One wonders, after a number of stories dropped about Kim Kardashian's bizarre reactions to Kanye West, if she's not planning an escape route, if she's not single-handedly with a spoon digging a tunnel from under their home to get away. Like consulting with Katie Holmes. If she's laying the groundwork, because... Like, why? What is the point of like throwing your own wife under the bus who's just trying to, like, I don't know, save the future of her children? I just so much about this entire. I, I, I hear your argument and I can go with it, right? I can go there. And yet at the same time, then I remind myself Kim Kardashian has no boundaries. This is a woman who came, became famous. For having sex on video and yeah, then but, has shared every facet of her life but, ever since. But I will tell you that increasingly I'm becoming more convinced as evidenced by the fact that she met with the president of the United States and was able to affect change in the life of one woman who had been screwed over by society. That increasingly Kim Kardashian is the rational actor. Mm. Interesting. As compared to Kanye West and those around her. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly... I mean, by all accounts, she reacted horribly or she reacted in the way I think we all would if our husband went on like a racist tirade Mm -hmm. or um, if he was, you know, threatening to kill me. Yeah. Okay. now all of a sudden I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what if all along we've thought she was, you know, the bonkers um, attention seeking, didn't really care about anything person, but really she's the one that is the most well, rational. And and I don't think it's one or the other. I think that I feel like she perhaps has actually grown as a person. I mean, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that even though she got her start in the way she did, I mean, we all are not the people we were 20 years For ago. Sure. 
Um, I am certainly not, don't want to be compared to my 20 year old self for the rest of my life. I don't know how old she was when that film came out, but, but I just, you judge a person by their actions and recently her actions seem pretty rational compared to those Hmm. of her husband. That's a good point. What did she, how did she, I mean, do we know how she actually did react to these song lyrics? Well, in the article, you know, it quotes her as saying that she cried because uh, of the, the Kanye stuff. Because it's a lot of what we went through. I know my husband has the best intentions. He has the biggest heart. I know his heart. So I know he'll have the chance to explain himself when the time is right. Blah, blah, blah. She's making excuses for him. Mm -hmm. Because there really is no excuse for somebody saying slavery was a choice. Like, I don't care who you are. uh, Mm. And I don't care how avant-garde or, you know. Kanye is just one of those people to me who is not unique. And is only really interested in pushing buttons that he knows will get a reaction from people that's Mm -hmm. not that does not seem particularly unique Mm -hmm. or special or talented Mm -hmm. that's just a you know that's a habit right right and it's kind of attention seeking yeah which you know again people can get all the attention they want but if you're going to claim to be the most like i'm it's the only reason people are reacting to me is because i'm so great and i'm giving you these original ideas no actually i think really you're just pushing the buttons that you knew are easy to push and then acting like somehow you're the one speaking truth and the rest of us are just cuckoo. I mean, it's classic narcissism, but I'm not a doctor, but it's narcissism. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for the throwback live at 145. Whoa. Are you ready for this? Oh, duh. Here we go. We'll get to that after this on my talk. One Oh seven. It's 145, And that can only mean one thing. It is time the throwback with the throwback live on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live yes. at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment I'm Colleen Lindstrom today. Bradley trainer this is a game we play every day it's called it the throwback up. live at 145 I feel the my point the need for speed. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother I love the smell of my pump in the morning oh righty then it's throwback live oh you betcha yeah at 145 go ahead make my day here's Holly Roberts it's time for the hump day edition of throwback live at 145 here's how the game works We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. And the first to identify three correctly will win the throwback live at 145. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen! Warming up. Bradley? I'm saving mine for the actual oh, game. Oh, great. Mm, <laughs> that's, that's a wonderful strategy. <laughs> yeah, well, if it works, hey. Now, Colleen, you have in your possession the total victory tallies for the throwback live at 145. Where does the game stand as of right now? I most certainly do, Holly. At present, I am in the lead with 31 total throwback live wins. Bradley Trainer is trailing by just one with 30 total throwback wins. Let's get playing. Let's. Let's do it. Here's our first vintage pop culture audio clips. Colleen Bradley, please correctly identify this. Bradley Trainer. Uh, that is George Jetson's The Jetsons. Uh, oh, no. Dun, 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 that dun, is dun, The Simpsons. Oh, it's The Simpsons. Oh, my ha, God. Ha. The Simpsons. Why did I think The Jetsons? I don't know. I'm drunk. But I got the point. I promise I'm not drunk. 
I was like, his boy Elroy. Well, it kind of sounds a little Jetsons-y, right? Yeah, you think that Danny Elfman maybe was influenced oh, by the Jetsons, perhaps. another cartoon animated family. Well, hmm. that's not a shining example of my abilities. Actually, it was putting the two and two together, well, but you, you didn't get the thank point. You. Colleen Lindstrom sorry got the that. point. No, not, not sorry. Say, don't lie. Thank Be quiet. You. All right, She's moving just on. Being silly. Mm-hmm. Oh, being silly. All right, moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Hold on to your butts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you, oh, I thought you were holding on to your butt, Bradley. I didn't even say my name. I'm still thinking. I'll play it again. Yeah, why are you even talking? Hold on to your butts. Colleen, are we doing a who or a what? We're going to do... You you can't do who. No, you can... Where where is this from? So we're doing this from a what? This is from a very... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Very specific what? Um, I'll play it for you one mm-hmm. more time. Hold on to your butts. I can't. I don't know. Anything, any kind of guess? Uh, I'm gonna say, so- say something, Colleen. Say something quick. It sounds like Samuel L. Jackson. Well, of course it's Samuel L. Jackson, but that's not what she's asking. I don't know. And it's from Jurassic Park. You guys, uh, I wouldn't have got that in a million years. He was holding onto his butt, though. Yeah, unfortunately, he lost his arm and was eaten by a dinosaur in that oh, movie. Spoiler man. alert. Moving wow. on. Whoops. Okay, Whoopsie. All right, we're going to okay. move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen has one point. Bradley has no points yet. It's anybody's game. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Colleen. Bradley. Colleen. Damn. That is the Partridge family. Ah! Ah! Yes! Hello, world. There's a song that was singing. Colleen is winning. Bradley's losing, but she's still winning. What? Sorry. Enjoy it while it lasts. Because he ain't going to win forever. Yeah, that was the theme to the Partridge family. Of course, the classic 70s sitcom starring Shirley Jones and David Cassidy. Colleen, you have two points. Bradley, you have yet to score, but you still could win the game. You could at least tie it. Do it. it. All right. Here is your fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Where is this piece of audio from? Why is the rum always gone? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is uh, Johnny Depp in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. Good. Good job, Bradley. No idea. Thank you! I won! No, you didn't win. You just got one point. I got one point. Mm-hmm. You have a point. A point. We still have one more vintage pop culture audio clip uh, left. That Lord, means, Bradley, me. you have I to... I need you, Lord. You have to guess this clip correctly in order to tie the game and go on to the bonus round. Otherwise, if Colleen gets this, she wins the game. No! 
No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on. Yep. Now pay close attention. Tell me, Colleen Bradley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop being so like dramatic. Tell me what's coming next. Well, here it is. Huh, there's no other power. Bradley Trainer. That is um that is Dan Aykroyd from Saturday Night Live doing uh that's not the cheeseburger guy. That is. Oh, I don't know. Give, I can't g- think. Of... Give me the name of the skit. The name of the sketch is. Some guy. I don't know. I can't think. Sorry. Damn. All right, Colleen, I'll start the clip from you mm-hmm. for you from mm-hmm. the beginning. Here mm-hmm. it is. Huh. There's no other pair of Czech brothers who cruise and oh. Oh. Wild and crazy guys. <laughs> that is right, Colleen. Congratulations. Thank you for all of the information, Bradley Trainer, that led yeah. to my... Did you not even know who that was? Not at what we just heard, but when we heard a little bit more, I know. Oh, oh sure. Well, I did. I'm going to rewrite his story. Congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. You won the Throwback Live. I did. I basically gave that to you by by mixing up the first one and the third one. By my own merit. You're very lucky that I I failed today. I won. What did I win, Holly? Colleen, you just won yourself and your family a year's supply of country crock spread. (gasps) Lovely. Is it? I don't know. Remember when that was all you could eat? What? What do you mean? Like... That's because it was healthy. Remember, they were like, oh, country crock. I don't know if they ever sold it as healthy. They sold it as being hearty. And then they had the commercials with yeah, only the hands. A, a and then fat swab on a, bun, uh, a muffin. muffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we not mm-hmm. say swab? It's what they did, though. You know, True. No. Mm-hmm. Smear, not swab. And has anyone ever had a tub of food product on their counter and then put the lid on and then tap the lid? Never. That's what they I'm always do. So in the glad you just said that. Mm-hmm. You mean burp it? Well, not no, burp it, but no. you put the lid on and then you, and then tap, you tap it, it. like what? saying "Good country crock, good country crock," because I that's what they do that. in the commercials. That's what the hand models do. Mm-hmm. You just put the top on and tap it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, everybody, for supporting me in my gigantic win. Okay, nobody I want is you supporting to know, you, frankly. No, they are. No, they're really uh, not. That currently, they're I really am sad at, that I dropped the ball today. Mm, 32 total be. throwback live wins. Bradley Trainer. Still the longest reigning champ on the history of the game. I would just like to point out. Thank you. Yep. Anyway, it's true. I won. I'll now, be back. now, now, when we're, uh, now that we're done with that, when we come back, we've got something really fun planned. We are going to have a conversation with our friend. Jana Shortle. Now, many people might know that we have kicked off Pride Month. June is the month that we celebrate Pride. And uh, in one of the activities that we did to kick off Pride Month was this evening with Chelsea Handler that was held last night. What, was that at the State Theater, Bradley? Or I did not go, but yes, it was uh, across the street from where I was at the State Theater. She brought her own one-woman show um, it was billed as a sort of kickoff to pride, although she really talked about all of her own, you know, 
personal projects that yeah. she's working on. And uh, Jana Shortle was the uh, kind of moderated the discussion. And so we actually have Jana. She's going to be joining us after this. And we're going to ask deets. her all the details about an evening with Chelsea Handler last night. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071.